Welcome to the Daily Dharma, a podcast where we draw inspiration from Buddhist philosophy on how to fix and better our lives. Join us as we dig through the archives of Buddhist texts, great teachers, and real life to grab an extra hit of wisdom to lift us up from the daily grind and find much needed peace. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Dharma. In this episode, I really wanted to talk about hatred and how it could be really difficult to not be consumed by the hurt that other people cause, not just to yourself, but to others. And what Buddhist philosophy offers in terms of advice on how to deal with hatred in general in all of its many forms. And I felt this was like a really important topic because in general, I think life and society and people are incredibly triggering. There's a lot that other people do that is just downright awful, that's horrible, and that makes us angry. But the truth is that all of this emotion, this negative emotion towards others on its own is not very useful. And also it could be even harmful lowering your quality of life and making yourself unable to appreciate and see and know and be grateful for and be happy about the life that you have. So to really talk about the Buddhist perspective of this, I'm going to read a passage from the Dhammapada that really hits this topic on its head. Focus not on the rudeness of others not on what they've done or left undone, but on what you have and haven't done yourself. Now, what I really like about this passage is that it's really simple. It's very clear. It's very straightforward. In a nutshell, it's saying, hey, listen, other people are doing all sorts of crazy, stupid things, but If you focus too much on that, you're going to lose yourself. You're going to lose your purpose. You're going to lose your sense of happiness and health and spiritual development. You're going to lose your way if you focus on the bad things that people are doing to you and doing to others and doing to the world instead of focusing on what you are doing in the world and how you can positively impact others and truly immerse yourself in your spiritual journey. And I think this passage, of course, is just only one of many examples of how in Buddhist philosophy, like you are very much in control of your existence. You are the leader. You are the captain. You are the person that ultimately decides at the end of the day, the kind of life that you are having. And this is not about the outcomes in life or the result. This is not about how wealthy you are or famous you are or any of those things, even though technically with karma, there is an element of that, but this is really not what I want to focus on. So I'm just going to leave that angle be. But really, if you want to feel happy within yourself, despite all of the awful things that other people have done to us or doing to us, and may do so in the future, we have to relinquish that focus on that negativity. 
and put that focus back on ourselves because that's where we become powerful. That's where we go from feeling powerless because all the time, every day, we feel attacked by others to feeling powerful because we're like, even though other people are doing these things to me, I know how I'm feeling. I know what I am. I know what I'm worth. And I'm not going to let the worthless actions of other people get me down because I am worth more than that. And even beyond that, I'm going to put my energy into healing myself, into being strong and serving as a better example for others than what I've seen in the world around me. When you essentially just take the focus of control, the focus of control from what other people are doing to me to what I am doing for myself, it's a huge shift in perspective. And, you know, this is not to say that you're not going to have difficult days, that you're going to have times where you can't avoid top thinking and feeling about the bad things that people have done to you. But I think what this passage is reminding us of and kind of trying to instill in us is that sense of no matter what other people do, no matter what other people say, when no matter what other people may be thinking, I always have the power to choose to shift that control to myself and thus change how I think about things how I feel about things, how I want to talk about things. I can change my story no matter what the world is doing to me. And that is what's going to make my life better. That is what's going to make my life stronger. It's going to make me feel happier that way. And it's also going to allow myself to focus on the spiritual path and elevate myself regardless of the bad that's going around me. Of course, this is a very difficult thing to do. And I think it's not really even a destination, um, but it's a journey. We all, as we age from being in high school to being in university, this is actually a pretty acute thing that I realized about being a spiritual person is that it is a process of constant adaptation, the kind of rudeness or the hatred or the anger or the general bad that you get from the world that is going to assault you is not going to be the same. It's always going to change. It's always going to be different. Yes, there is some repetition, but most of the time we can learn to be prepared for the things that happen over and over again. And it's always the difference in the hatred or the pain that we receive that really floors us. But this is where passages like this one can be an important reminder to us that the locus of control, the true power in your life comes from yourself. It comes from you and choosing to take that power and that pain and that suffering that you have due to others and turn that suffering into focus onto yourself. Let suffering be, let pain be a reminder to yourself that you need to put the focus on yourself, that you need to spend time with yourself, 
And of course, that's super easy to say. And I feel that way about almost any spiritual activity. I think meditation is the most egregious of all because people love to say, let's just, just meditate. It'll change your life. Just do this. Just do that. But the truth is that even having that time, that energy, that sense, that discipline, that motivation to sit down by yourself in your own space can be an extremely awkward and difficult thing to do. So when I say put the focus on yourself, that's really not a directive, but it's a question. When you're going through difficult things due to the hatred that you may receive from others, the hatred out there in the world, ask yourself, how do I focus on myself here? How can I address what I need? How can I heal myself from that process? At the end of the day, there is no easy solution to every problem. There is no easy way to get yourself out of that negative mindset. But I think recognizing and remembering that you have power to move from a mindset of suffering and hatred to one of love and compassion and strength resilience, that you have that mobility within yourself. That is a huge part and an important foundation of your spiritual journey. Because when you learn to do that and you realize that you can adapt and be flexible, expand and grow to encompass all sorts of difficult situations and still move to a good place, that's how you really advance in your spiritual journey because you're strengthening your core you're strengthening you whatever that makes you you whatever that makes you happy that gives you joy you are putting more water into your waterfall into your fountain into what it is that really makes you happy and all of that really comes together when we focus and face hatred in the right way So I hope that kind of gave you a sense of what Buddhist philosophy really advises when it comes to dealing with hatred in the world. Of course, there's so many polarizing issues when it comes to hatred. But I believe that as a human being living in society, it's inevitable. We're going to face hate from others. We're going to face hate from ourselves we're going to face hatred from the world. But that's not a reason to forget and to dismiss and to let go of the power that we have to move the focus back to ourselves, to bring ourselves back to what is good in our lives, what is good within ourselves, and to focus rather on how do you address your suffering and pain rather than how are other people perpetuating suffering and pain in the world. I hope that was helpful to you. I hope it was healing to you. And thank you again for spending time with me on this episode of The Daily Dharma. Until next time, please stay safe.